This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So 2020 is a tough year for investors who like to invest based on earnings. And this is really where Zacks.com can be your friend. This is really where the kind of things we have on our website can really help you to try to find good quality stocks right now. So we have this thing that I've talked about many times on almost every podcast called the Zacks Rank. And maybe you've gone to Zacks.com and you've checked it out or you've just been on Zacks.com. You've kind of seen that thing with the rank and you're like, okay, whatever. I did not pay much attention to it because you're looking at the charts or other information on there. But the Zacks Rank can be a really good tool to use to try to find a good quality stocks actually and to find them in times like this where earnings and other uh, kind of fundamental factors you may use might not be working as well so how can you use the zacks rank right now though when earnings are all over the place because we know that most companies are withdrawing their earnings and revenue guidance for the full year there's been, you know, there's a select number that aren't doing that, but it's it's the big vast majority of them are because no one knows what's going to happen the week from now um, in the economy and with the pandemic and now with these protests and some shutdowns from that as well. So, um, you know, earnings are nobody has any clue and the analysts are doing the best they can. Usually we'll get an earnings report in now and uh, you know, then they'll kind of see what happened last quarter, as much guidance as the company's giving for this quarter, which some companies are doing real well at trying to provide as much information as they can. So then the analysts are pretty much slashing the estimates for the full year um, based on even more information that's coming in. So we're seeing a lot of those earnings on the decline. So why would I want to use the Zacks rank when that is all happening? Well, because the Zacks rank does have this thing called the Zacks number one rank, which is the best, the top ranking, obviously number ones, right? It's the strong buys and the Zacks number ones usually mean rising earnings estimates. So who has that right now? We just went through the earnings season. We're still kind of on the back end. We're getting the retailers here and some of the fiscal year reporters. Uh, but who who would be seeing the analysts actually saying, hey, I need to raise it here instead of I, I need to cut it. So that's where using the Zacks rank number ones can kind of give you an advantage to try to find the companies that, hey, maybe something good is going on here. And that's why the estimates are being raised. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that the earnings are growing year over year for that particular company, just because it's the rank of number one. But it means right now for this coming year, um, for 2020, that the analysts are in some kind of agreement and raising their earnings estimates for this year. And I like that because, as I just said, almost everybody else is getting it cut right now, right? So um, we know that. Uh, you know, to find those that are actually doing something uh, well right now, because that's what you'd have to be doing to have it rising here is difficult. And so let's start 
by using Zex.com and that number one rank to try to find some good quality stocks. Now, I do um, want to focus on the value stocks here on the Value Investor Podcast. These are the cheap stocks. Most of them aren't in the hot areas, as we know, right? So I was a little dubious about, well, how many of those are going to be number ones? I've kind of looked around and seen how many of the growth stocks are number ones, but how many of the value, like true value, are number ones? So I did just a basic screen, which you can do on Zacks.com as well, with uh, the Zacks number one rank, which are the strong buys. And remember, um, there's not that many of those. There's only a little over 200. Sometimes it's like 210, 220 or so, give or take. It can change every day. The rank does get tabulated. It's computer generated every day. It's based on the analyst estimates, remember. And right now there's a 210 Zacks rank number ones. And that's out of 4,400 stocks that we have the ranks on, uh, approximately 4,400 stocks. So these are the best of the best. And I wanted to put the cheapness in with that. So I did PE under 20, and that's a little higher because I wasn't so sure I'd get too many under the 15. So I did under 20. And then I did price to sales ratio, which is one of the secret fundamentals you can do. I guess it's not so much a secret, but not as many people use it. And I like to use it. And you look for it under one because remember anything under one means so say it's 0.5 means we're paying 50 cents for every dollar worth of sales that's what i want to do i want to get those sales on sale essentially so price to sales ratio under one pe under 20 zach's rank number one how many did i get i thought i'd only get like a handful maybe like i don't know six seven eight of them maybe but i got 22 stocks that's a little better than i thought out of 210 that are sacks rank number ones 22 are value stocks um, and these are hopefully having rising earnings here what kind of companies are values and have rising earnings um, I was as curious as you are, and so I picked five of them out of the list. You won't really be surprised after I go through this list of what areas they're in, um, but most of these companies were new to me, so hopefully they're new to you too. So these are some hidden gems out there that you might want to take a look at and drill down a little deeper, watch them on the next earnings uh, report, and kind of see what's going on. So let's dive right into them. The first one is Amcor Technology, ticker A-M-K-R, and it's A-M-K-O-R is the name, Amcor Technology. And these guys, I had to go to their website because I had not heard of them. They offer, it says, AIP solutions to enable 5G growth. <laughs> so that's a hot area, right? They are really in semiconductor packaging and test services. So I guess the semiconductor companies come to them for these kinds of services in the semiconductors. So we only have one estimate on Amcor because it's just not widely followed on the street. And uh, market cap isn't that small, so I'm kind of surprised they aren't widely followed. 2.7 billion market cap, and they do not pay a dividend. Year to date, these shares are still down 11.8%. So they're still kind of on sale. They um, have rebounded off the bottom, but just about everybody has rebounded off those March lows now. So yes, you're not getting them as cheap as you could have a couple months ago. How cheap are they? They have a PE of 15 
and the price to sales is just 0.6, so pretty cheap. Now, what about those estimates? What's happening there? They made 56 cents in 2019. They're expected to make 70 cents here in 2020. So no, it's not on a decline year over year. And one estimate is higher in the last 60 days. So the one analyst we have is been bullish in the last 60 days. That was probably after their last earnings report. And uh, that's 25% earnings growth year over year. So that's pretty solid. I took a look at 2021. Also expected to rise a little bit there. Um, also nice double digit gains, 28% in 2021, looking for 90 cents. So the, the earnings scene looks really good with Amcor. As I said, who's getting the Zach's number one ranks right now? These kinds of companies that are not seeing the cuts. So Amcor, A-M-K-R. Okay, let's switch to the number two on the list, Apogee. Uh, Apogee Enterprises, APOG, you might have heard of this one before because I have. Um, they've been uh, one of the better mm -hmm. ranks for a while, and they do glass and metal product services. So what they do, though, is 90% of the revenue actually comes from architectural glass, framing systems, and installations. So they install windows in skyscrapers. So all that construction that's going on and that was considered essential during the state shutdowns, almost every state considered construction essential, means those skyscrapers were still going up. So these guys still putting in the windows. Um, one other interesting thing they had on their website too, they also make framing for in like museums for pictures, uh, you know, high tech framing to protect paintings mm -hmm. and other art objects. So there's some good things going on with them. Interesting business. They're a small cap, 645 million market cap only. Um, only one analyst on this one, again, too, probably because of the small cap. The shares are down 25% still year to date, so still pretty depressed here. But let's take a look at those earnings. So they made mm -hmm. 238 a year ago, expected to make 221 this year. So this is a slight earnings decline. So not as good as Amcor. So slight earnings decline down 7%. But the earnings for this year are on the rise. They're now looking for that 221, but that's up from $1.99 just 60 days ago. So analysts might have got a little bit too bearish and it's not as bad as what uh, they thought. So they were raising on this one. So how cheap is it? PE is just 10, price to sales is 0.4, so pretty cheap. Uh, Yahoo Finance has a dividend yield of 3.5%. I didn't see that there was any cut on that, um, but all dividends are suspect right here during this time, so be sure to check in on that before you just go, yay, dividend, and leap in there. Uh, go read and make sure that they are paying that and um, see if there's any uh, you know, plan to cut it in the future. But given that these earnings are holding up and they have a big backlog, the things are looking still pretty good for a company like this, Apogee Enterprises, APOG. Okay, our third number one is DXP Enterprises. DXPE is the ticker there. This is another small cap. Um, I had to look around a lot to figure out kind of what they did, but they are in numerous of the kind of manufacturing industrial industries. So they list on their website, oil and gas, chemicals, aviation, manufacturing, mining, agriculture, 
transportation, fabrication, mm -hmm. power, and refining. So those are a lot of like heavy industrial, the old school type of industries, right? And so they do pump solutions, supply chain services, metalworking services, safety services uh, nationwide. They have like super center locations. There's guys in hard hats on the site, so on their website. So uh, yeah, this is very big on the industrial side. So again, these areas were considered essential. And so they were considered an essential business. So they have not been shut down. Uh, they did report earnings on May 8th. And so we have a little bit more recent update from them. They made $1.96 in 2019. Year over year expected to decline 15.8%, not surprising. But uh, we do have one estimate higher in the last month after that earnings report in May. So now expected to make $1.65 this year, up from $1.60. That's where you get the rank, right? You get number one rank if it's expected to go up. Everybody's in agreement. We just have one analyst. They're a small cap, $357 million market share. So again, the one analyst agrees with himself. And we will see that good rank if the estimates are on the rise here. Now, what about um, their total liquidity? I did take a look at that. They have 164.3 million in total liquidity as of March 31st. They had not tapped their additional revolver like loan capacity and they have 32 million in cash. So no dividend with this one. How cheap are they? PE of 11.6. So a lot of these are under the, the 15 so far. Um, even though I searched for under 20, so they're even cheaper than I expected. And price to sales of 0.27. So very cheap um, on those kind of fundamentals. Year to date, these shares are still down 49%. They have rallied big in the last month, up 43% off those lows because they were basically ignored. But this is kind of a recovery play, right? As everything reopens, a lot of these industries um, are going to need their services to return and they're going to need safety and all this stuff with the coronavirus still out there. So uh, this is one you might want to keep on your list as a recovery play here. Again, DXP Enterprises, DXPE. And then switching over to one of the more obvious sides, side of the recovery and why the earnings estimates are on the rise and why it's Zach's number one rank is BJ's Wholesale Club. Ticker BG, they wholesale warehouses on the East Coast. I guess they're in Ohio and Michigan too. I've never been to one because I'm not on the East Coast, but people love the wholesale clubs as we know. And uh, BJ's is one of the bigger ones, 5 billion market cap. They also, in addition to the Zach's number one rank, have the Zach's style scores of A's across all three metrics, value, growth, and momentum. Now, this is not a small cap and it's highly covered, nine estimates on BJ's. So they're all in agreement that things look real good here. They made $1.46 last fiscal year, expected to make $2.21 this year, up 51.4% as we all rushed out, bought everything. They're an essential business. They stayed open during the shutdowns. We all went to the wholesale clubs to buy food and everything else. So, um, you know, this business has been hot. Nine are higher in the last month. And we had one even analyst raising in just the last week. Over the last 30 days, they got to that 221 up from $1.72. So you can see um, real bullish here. 
going into the summer months. Now, the shares have had a huge rally, up 61% year-to-date now, but they surprisingly remain really, really cheap here. PE is at 16.5, so just over that 15 level, but um, that's not too bad given where the, uh, you know, the huge rally in these shares and price to sales, just 0.37. No dividend with this one either, but you are buying the momentum on this one plus value. So uh, any of these food companies, I've covered them in the last couple of weeks. They all have good Zach's rank now, food related types of businesses and the supermarket chains and the big retailers that have food and other essentials, they're seeing some good earnings here. So BJ's is another one of those. And then switching over to the fifth stock, which is interestingly kind of related to the BJ's wholesale. It's called Silgan Holdings. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. S-I-L-G-A-N, Silgan Holdings. S-L-G-N is the ticker. And this is another um, mid-cap. It's not too small, but you still might not have heard of it. 3.6 billion market cap is the, mid, is the uh, market cap here. So mid-cap, but they are a supplier of, this is what they say on their website, rigid packaging for consumer goods products. So a lot of metal containers. They also do some plastics and dispensing systems. They, um, as of 2019, they uh, dominate on the metal containers side of the market, and they had more than half of the market share in that side of the packaging industry. And some of their big customers, Campbell Soup, Del Monte Fruits, you know, you're going to buy the little can of the vegetables or the fruit, and you are, you know, that's what we needed during the lockdown, right? You couldn't go to the grocery store and get the fresh all the time. So you're buying a lot of canned goods. Um, they also do Listerine as one of their customers as well. Now, Campbell's, one of their customers, just reported earnings and sales were up big in their last quarter, which ended on April 26th. So a lot of cans being used. I think I heard that the Campbell's, the soup side, it was up something like 70% in that quarter. That's incredible. I know I rushed out. I bought some soup because you can't go wrong, right? If you run out of everything else, you can't go to the store. Got to have some soups on the side. So whether or not this uh, kind of trend lasts remains to be seen. But right now, some consumer behavior has changed, making these areas kind of hot. Now, um, Silgan did announce a record first quarter earnings on April 22nd. So that was even before you know, moving forward here into the big coronavirus uh, demand. Um, so they too were considered an essential business because we were dealing with food and other essential items. And so all hundred of its global facilities, those remained open during the uh, government shutdowns globally. So um, that is amazing. Volumes were strongest in March for their last quarter. Obviously that's when most of the US started to shut down. So um, they had a lot of demand then. Earnings, six estimates are higher in the last 60 days and earnings are expected to be up. This is one of the ones up year over year, 11.6%. So they made $2.16 in 2019, expected to make 241 here in 2020. So this is one of the ones out of the five where year over year is looking good, as well as the analysts being more bullish on this year.
Now these shares are up 6% year to date, so they are no longer in the negative, but still cheap, PE of 13.6 and price to sales ratio of just 0.8. They are also one of the ones paying a dividend, yielding only 1.5%, but on April 22nd, when they recorded that earnings report, they said that they were raising the dividend by 9%. So who's doing that? Most of the dividends are being cut right now um, or they're suspending them. They're not raising them during a pandemic, but Silgin, they are because some of these businesses are just in the right areas and they're able to perform. They're uh, not shut down and protecting their employees against the coronavirus and um, able to meet the demand in these areas. So like I said, a lot of these companies are very interesting right now. They are, as I alluded to, in areas that you might think would be the hotter areas right now. Obviously any kind of essential good, food for instance, there were several other food companies on the list of the 22, like I said, supermarkets and other food providers. Um, so that's not surprising. Campbell's just reported and we'll see what happens to their Zax rank. I didn't look to see how cheap they are. Those shares have had huge rally here this year. Most of the good news is probably already priced into that one though. But some of these others, more hidden gems uh, here because they're not as well-known names. But um, a lot of them are kind of in the service side servicing the industries that uh, remain essential businesses and are still seeing strong demand. So let's go over those tickers again here. Um, and keep in mind that a couple of them are expected to see year over year declines in their earnings. So that's a little more value trappish, right? I know many of you like the value trap shows I do here on the, on the value investor. But given the estimate cuts and what's happening in the global economy and all of that, I'm not too concerned about value traps, to be honest. I'm more concerned about whether or not those estimates are rising for this year because that's so unusual and rare to actually have the bullishness for this year during the pandemic. So look for strength there. But surprisingly, several of these are not value traps. So let's recap what they are. Amcor Technologies, AMKR, um, those shares are not a value trap, expected to be up 25% year over year. Apogee Enterprises, APOG is the ticker there. This is one where um, it is expected to be down, so a little more value trappy, but we don't care. DXP Enterprises, DXPE, and they are also expected to be down, but again, we don't care. BJ's Wholesale Club, BJ is the ticker. That one, no value trap there, expected to soar mm -hmm. up 51%. And then Silgen Holdings, also expected to see earnings up 11.6% year over year. And that ticker is SLGN. And as always, I'm trying to find the most uh, high quality value stocks here every week on the Value Investor Podcast or just interesting stories, interesting areas to look and try to find value or whether or not you should be in certain value areas like the banks or energy or retail. And I will be looking at all those again coming up in the next couple of weeks because we're gonna have a little bit of a lull here 
to start the summer before we get to that uh, first quarter or mm -hmm. second quarter earnings season, I guess, um, uh, is coming up here. Uh, so we will be busy then. And so we might as well take a look at some of these companies and what is happening with their earnings. Try to buy the best, use that Saks rank to your advantage because that's what it's good at. It is good at finding these, uh, you know, some known, some unknown companies mm -hmm. with rising earnings estimates. And that's a positive story always, always, always. So remember, uh, you want to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode here. We are on SoundCloud, but you have to get us with the Zach's Market Edge. I know, but you'll get two shows a week, mm -hmm. right? You'll get the Zach's Market Edge podcast and you'll get the Value Investor podcast. Think of all those stocks you'll get, tons of stocks in there. So subscribe over there if you want to get two for one or both shows are also on Apple Podcasts as standalone shows. You can get the Value Investor on Apple. You can also get us on Spotify and a whole bunch of other platforms. Just Google it. Just Google Value Investor Podcast with my name, with Tracy or Zach's, and you'll find us. And be sure to go over to Zach's.com. Check out the rank over there. I guess I should do some more podcasts with more secrets of the rank, right? Because it is interesting right now to use the Zach's rank, at least on the number ones, um, and to see what's going on there with those. So be sure to go over there. And as always, I'll be back again next week with some more value stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identify and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.